today on CityCast Philly. During the pandemic, Philadelphians started buying more guns, a lot more. In 2021, more than 52,000 city residents applied for licenses to carry. That's according to the Philadelphia Inquirer. I'm speaking with two reporters who interviewed some new gun owners about why, in a city that already suffers from so much gun violence, they turn to firearms for protection. It's Wednesday, January 3rd. I'm Trinae Nuri, and here's what Philly's talking about. Masar Makati and Nate Fowle, you both are reporters with the Philadelphia Inquirer's Communities and Engagement Desk. Welcome to CityCast Philly. Thanks for having us. Thank you. We often hear a lot about the victims of gun violence in the city, and often we see reports about those committing crimes. But y'all took a different approach. You decided to talk with gun owners. Why is that? Um, Through the Communities and Engagement Desk, we have this initiative called the Soapbox Salon, where we basically set up quarterly meetings with dozens of community members, uh, their listening sessions, and just relationship building. And one of the members of the Soapbox Salon let us know recently that she uh, decided to purchase a gun. And it wasn't something that she ever expected to do in her lifetime, but she works at a nonprofit in a sometimes challenging neighborhood. And she had had some difficult run-ins that made her feel unsafe. And she just reached a point where she just decided she would rather be safe than sorry. And that really spurred the story for us where we said, you know, if she's going to decide to get a, a gun because she feels unsafe, we wonder how many other people are as well. Nate, did you want to add anything? Yeah. And I, I think just after having that initial conversation, um, you know, it led us to kind of widening out um, and talking to more people and realizing that it was important to get this fuller picture of uh, who is a gun owner uh, in America today and that people are, um, you know, very much not fitting, I think, a stereotypical look for who a gun owner is and the reasons why someone may Um, have decided to buy one. You mentioned like a stereotypical gun owner. How do y'all define that? Pew recently came out with a study that found that Republicans and Republican-leaning independents are more than twice as likely than Democrats and Democratic leaners to say that they own a gun. So it's 45% versus 20%. Um, They found that 40% of men own guns or say they own guns compared with 25% of women. They found that 38% of white Americans own guns compared with 24% Black people, 20% Hispanics, and 10% Asian Americans. And so I think, you know, even outside of this, you know, Pew study, a lot of people have ideas, stereotypical ideas of what a gun owner looks like. And Janice Tosto, she was the one who reached out to us and told us that she had bought a gun and she justified all those stereotypes because she's like an older Black woman and she did vote Republican. And that's what really piqued our interest. And another thing that that um, Pew study showed that I think kind of got to the essence of our story was that I think it's that 71 percent of gun owners say that they enjoyed having a gun, um, whereas our experience was a lot of the people that we talked to weren't exactly thrilled about it, but they felt it was a necessity. So that felt like an important perspective to get. Yeah, for sure. 
Okay, I want to get into your reporting. What did other people tell you was the reason for them getting a gun? I mean, the number one reason was safety. So the people that I spoke with, they didn't have like a one defining moment where they were like, oh my gosh, this is it. I have to get a gun. But they did have an accumulation of experiences that made them decide that that was something that they needed to do. For example, one of the women that I spoke with said that she's a single black mom. She grew up in a neighborhood deprived of resources, a neighborhood that saw a lot of gun violence. And she just reached a point where um, she just decided this was something that she needed to do for herself. And her defining experience was actually working in parole and probation and in this criminal legal system, just feeling unsafe. Um, You know, another person that I spoke with said that he, again, just saw gun violence happening in his neighborhood. He had multiple friends who were killed through gun violence. He had a baby cousin who was killed through gun violence. And it was something he felt that he needed to do to protect himself and his family. Nate, how about for you? What did Philadelphians tell you? I would just want to highlight uh, Diane Jackson's story, which I you know, I talked with her. She is a mother who lives in the Olney section, uh, who had been thinking about buying a gun for a long time and finally did so uh, over the summer. And she spent a lot of our time telling me about how serious she had been about the safety uh, issue of just having a gun in her own home and how it was something that was on her mind and she worried about um, with her kids. And it was something that she spent a lot of time explaining to them, this is not a toy, this is not for anyone but her to be using. But at at, at the same time, her kids understood all of that and the the kids felt safer knowing that their mother had a gun. So I, I think that it was just important to think about how being a gun owner not only affects the individual who has it, but also the people in their life and in their home. We're going to take a quick break, but more on this story when we come back. This is CityCast Philly. I imagine this could be maybe a tough decision to bring a firearm into your home, especially if you've never had one before, right? And and you're seeing this increase of violence in your neighborhood. You may be feeling a little bit vulnerable. Did people tell y'all, you know, maybe they struggled with this decision? Tamika Murray, the woman that I interviewed, it took her five years to actually purchase a gun after she received her license to carry. So she definitely had this hesitation. You know, she grew up in a neighborhood that saw a lot of gun violence. She said that growing up as a Black woman, um, guns were so taboo because she said it affected us like a plague. And so there was really this stigma attached to firearms and to guns that took her a while to shake, but it really wasn't until that experience that she had working in parole and probation that she decided that this was something that she wanted to explore and that she decided to do. You also interviewed people who work in gun shops or firearm training facilities. What did they tell you about their new customers? So I spoke with Darren Watson, who's the owner of Born to Protect, which is a security and security training company. 
And he said that he definitely saw a huge boom in interest during the pandemic, which is not surprising because obviously we saw unprecedented levels of of violence, of gun violence and crime during the pandemic. And that was nationwide. That was nationwide, exactly. And Philly obviously was no exception. So for him, he saw this rise. He did see it drop a little bit. I mean, it stayed steady, but he did see it drop a little bit after the height of the pandemic. He saw certainly more Black people exploring legal firearm ownership, but also making sure that I think because people understand how much of a risk it is to own a firearm and how much of a risk firearms are in general, they have this incentive to take these classes, to learn how to properly and safely own a firearm, to try to mitigate and eliminate as many risks as possible. And I spoke with uh, Tom Dixon, who owns Surplus Army, uh, a gun shop in Chester that he owns with his wife. And they mentioned uh, very similar things, noticing that there was a boom and it had come down a little bit, but that people were still coming in and that the demographic of the people um, who were purchasing guns was kind of all over men, but especially women, black women, and that some of the some of the women, especially who came in, they sort of came also to find community. Mm-hmm. You know, his wife, uh, she does trainings and classes that are specifically for women who are new firearm owners. Um, so I, I think that they were noticing that people were looking for that sense of connection with others who were in similar positions as them. Wow. I mean, with all of the recent increased gun sales, um, folks not having gun before, having a gun now, does all of this actually make them safer? There is a lot of research that has shown that gun ownership does not, in fact, make you safer. This has been studied year after year, published year after year. In fact, there are some studies that have shown that people who have guns in their homes are more likely to be fatally assaulted. That's the perception of safety versus the reality of safety, right? We know that the people who we spoke with felt like they were safer. Gun ownership may give people peace of mind, but research has shown that it's the reality is different. Yeah. And, and again, on that point, I would just want to highlight that there have been studies also that show just the presence of a gun in a home increases the likelihood of someone in that home committing suicide by gun um, dramatically. Um, so I think it's really important that we think about guns and the harm that they can cause as not just a homicide, but suicides being a, a really important part of the story as well. So last year, we spoke with uh, reporter Mensa Dean from The Trace, and he did a really interesting piece about businesses, nonprofits, community events, actually hiring armed guards to protect their spaces. So with that story, with this particular story, with Philadelphians getting uh, more guns, what does this actually say about Philadelphia? I mean, I think the city is on edge personally, right? I mean, I think the only reason why people who never expected to get guns are now getting guns. The only reason why these businesses are starting to hire, you know, security officers, it's because people are afraid. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. I think that you can look at it, you know, as justified or not justified, but 
the fact is that people feel unsafe and they think that having a gun or having someone near them with a gun will protect them and make them feel safer. Are there any resources for folks to like read or check out just so they have a better understanding of, you know, maybe like what does it mean to be a new gun owner? Like what does it mean to have a gun in your home, like safety measures, things like that? Yes. I would suggest that if you decide to purchase a firearm that you do go to a security and safety training company like Darren Watson's or Tom Dixon's. And especially if you have children in your home, I know that they, I know that Darren at least offers training, safety training for children to figure out how to safely own that gun in your home. Yeah, I was just going to highlight the the free gun locks um, that people can go uh, get a free gun lock, no questions asked, at the Philadelphia Sheriff's Office, uh, Temple Safety Net, or Penn Medicine, or Project Child Safe. Masar Makati and Nate File, reporters with the Philadelphia Inquirer's Communities and Engagement Desk. Thank you both so much for bringing the story to CityCast Philly. Thank you for having us. Thank you. We'll have a link to their story in our show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. Let us know what you think of this episode. Rate the show, leave us a review, and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter, Hey Philly, to learn more about what else Philly's talking about. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye.